0: Uh, good day to you. Uh, it's good to, good to see you today. If I could see through this camera lens, I could see you. But anyway, uh, welcome today. I just thank God for this very very day in Jesus' name. It's a it's a day that we shall do go forth and do exploits. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I want to go forth and do exploits. Don't you? Well, anyway, you. praise God. I just ask the Lord now to bless this message, my lips and your ears and our hearts to receive all this because you know I believe every time I open the Bible, it just comes alive for me with some things that I want to share today. And I shared a couple things recently with, the, with a prayer group, and I may get into some of that too. But basically, uh, I, I want you to uh, be encouraged today in, in all the things that we do and, and say. So, you know, actually, um, I might just throw out a question. How many would like to have more of your prayers answered? And when you do go to prayer, how many would you like to be assured that that those are prayers that will be answered? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? Well, you know, we've talked about a couple things recently that are... Uh, to some controversial. I don't think they're controversial at all when I read them in the Bible out loud and cross-reference, it's everywhere. But you know what? Uh, you know, when you, uh, w- you decide to pray about something, you know, God's plan in Hebrews, it talks about coming boldly to the throne of grace to find uh, grace and mercy. And, and, uh, and, you know, He wants us to be boldly before our Father. Now, here's something that I'm going to hit hard. I talked about it a few weeks ago about uh, righteousness, how some people like to go around claiming that they're sinners saved by grace and i'm I mentioned in that thing there's no there's nothing in the Bible that would lead us. To make that confession, but somehow people make that. But you see, when you have that image that you're a sinner, how can you stand before the Lord and ask Him for anything? Because you'll think you're dirty. You know, it's if I went around saying I'm a sinner, I'd just feel dirty. I'd just feel like I didn't measure up. But you do measure up. Now, how do we get there? Well, you know, it's a simple thing in the salvation message. Uh, if we believe in our heart, if we say with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus raised from the dead. The Bible says we'll be saved. In other words, we talk about receiving Jesus as our Lord and Savior. If you've received him, you've stepped into something else, and it's not a work of the flesh, it's a work of the blood that Jesus shed for you and me. And in that ble- that blood was a justifier, a cleansing. And, and even in Ephesians, which I've talked about somewhere, in him we not only have redemption, but we have remission of sins. Now let, let me back up here just a little bit. You know, some things people don't really realize is uh, when you go into Genesis 3 in the Garden of Eden, Uh, some people say, well, what are you going back there for? Well, because that's where this all started. Uh, You know, uh, God formed Adam, uh, breathed life into him. I can go back there and read that a little bit because it's important that you get a hold of this if you want to move on with the Lord and grow your faith great big. I do. Uh, But anyway, in verse 7 of chapter 2 of Genesis, and it said, The Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Now you could just read that quickly there, but that there's a word there, and you know words mean something. And in the in this particular word, the living being he became, uh, the breath of life, the breath had to do with a word called neshama. Now neshama has more than one meaning. When he breathed into Adam. Uh, it gave him a divine intellect. I mean, we're talking about God just formed this man that was, that was in his image, the completeness. He was going to rule the, the, the earth. That's what, that's what Adam was set here for. He was going to be the, uh, you might say, the big kahuna of this entire earth. So he, he gave him that uh, instant divine intellect. He gave him inspiration. In other words, he had an intuitive knowledge of God after this. The Bible says also in Amplified that he became a speaking spirit. So he breathed all this into Adam. Now that's how come Adam could name all the animals, all the birds, all the fishes, and all that. It was a tremendous, it was God's intellect breathed into him. So there was a couple things there that, that he breathed in. There were two things. Basically, we're talking about the intellect, the spirit, soul, and the fact that he breathed life into him. So here's a living being, living, speaking spirit, and so on. Now let's stay with me. Don't 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 rush off here real quick. So then we get into um, what happened then in the garden. In chapter three, we find that that when he formed man and woman, he said, "Do not eat or even touch the tree." Or tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Let me correct that. The tree of a... anyway. So he said, "Don't touch it, because when you do, you shall surely die." Well, that death has a double meaning. It means that if they touch that, then Adam would lose all that divine intellect, and he would lose that all that great thing that connection with the Almighty God Himself, the Creator in Jesus' name. Now, if you got that, that, if you can untangle that, that's what happened in the garden. So when we talk about being a sinner, uh, we talk about, first of all, the fact that we are related to Adam. And we, man carried that sin all those years until Jesus died for us. So that is the redemption. Some people say, well, I, I was a sinner. Yeah, you were before you knew Jesus Christ because Jesus had to die for you to bring that redemption to you. Okay, well, this, this isn't that difficult to understand, but we are redeemed through that blood. But also it says we're, we, uh, we've been uh, delivered from sin. You read that in, in Ephesians. You shouldn't take this lightly. You really shouldn't take this lightly, because it says here in verse 7 of Ephesians 1, it said, in him we have what? Redemption through the blood. How do we get redeemed? Through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. So anyway, we have a double thing there. Not only did we redeem from the sin of Adam, but we've been uh, give and remission, rather remission, of any sins that we've committed. So to make Jesus the Lord of your life, you just simply step into it. It's done deal. It's, it's clean. You're clean before the Lord. Now, let me back up to the prayer business. So now you want to have faith, you've got things you want to pray for. I mean, we're we're not only uh wanting just normal family things, but we have uh things going on in our nation, we have things going on everywhere. I mean, there just seem like there's stuff everywhere. And wouldn't you like to know when you you sit down and say in Jesus name, I come to you right now, Lord, I have a request. Wouldn't you like to know that God's ears are wide open to you and they are. It in uh uh, Colossians, I mean, First uh, Corinthians, just go there, in, verse, in chapter 1 and verse 30, it speaks, But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption you okay let's go through those the redemption means that you're justified by faith so you stand before the lord you're you're coming before the lord today you've got a petition you've got a it's a child, maybe if you have children that's that's ill, you want to pray for their healing. Uh, maybe there's a ruckus in your family somewhere. Or maybe there's things in the nation you want to pray for. When you sit down and say, in Jesus' name, Lord, I come to you right now, I have a prayer. Wouldn't you like to know that, that you're supposed to be there? You're justified to be there? But if, see, if you go around saying, I'm just some old sinner, uh, you're dirty and and you're You're like spitting in the eye of Jesus Christ because when he died for you, he redeemed you from that. Now, that may be heavy. I don't know if it's heavy or not, but I'm here to help you uh, because I see a lot of things out there that Christians believe and they don't know why they believe it. I mean, there's, there's teachers out there and preachers that say things they don't know what they're saying. So, you know, you have to stop and think, man, I am clean before the Lord. It's a big deal. Uh, so we have redemption, then also we have sanctification there in verse 30. What's sanctification? That's purifier. You're clean before Him. You're clean, as, as they say, the white driven snow. When you make Jesus Lord of your life, you are purified, you're clean, you're ready to go. And of course, you have redemption, which is salvation. You're redeemed. I just said that. How come? What that meant? It meant you've been redeemed from every sin of Adam. Now you see, when when uh, when there's a word "die" in the in the Bible, it usually means separation from God, and that's why he said, "If you eat of this fruit, you shall surely die." Well, that meant he separated, and for two thousand years before Jesus died for you, man was pretty well separated from God. He had his people, and he had prophet, priests, and kings, and so on, that he could work through. But basically, the basic man was... uh Pretty well uh, separated from God. But see, when Jesus came along, died for you, you were brought into the fold. You are part of the body of Christ. You are somebody. If if I can't get it in, in any of the words in this today, you are somebody. We're coming into a great season, you know, of, of whatever, of things. But I know you'd like to be able to pray and be assured your prayers are answered. That's one of the keys. Just know you are clean, before him you're clean once you make Jesus the Lord of life I hear people going into all this stuff about well you you're going to keep on sinning and you've got to do this and you got no you uh, you you stand before the Lord and then what you do is you begin to renew your mind and I don't know that I can go through all that today but at the same time if you realize that when Jesus uh, when when Adam sinned, he lost all that intellect. He knew everything up until that point, but the day he did that sin, uh, it was gone. So, here, let me say this again. You're going along in life. You're uh, Somebody said you make Jesus the Lord of your life. You need to do that. Well, you know, now you're born again. You ha- you're a new being. Uh, all, all things are passed away, and all things are become new. That newness also means that You should be able to just, um, you know how if you have computers, how you reboot them or sometimes reprogram them? You knock out the old. Well, part of the thing about renewing our minds is we've got to somehow forget all that stuff we've been taught that does not measure up the Word of God. say, well, Gary, that's a little heavy. Uh, Well, I can't help it, you know, because if you're listening today, you want to grow. You want to be redeemed from all that stuff. So the Bible says in Romans 2 to renew your mind. And we renew our mind so we know what the will of God is. So we can't know the will of God if we don't renew our minds. So that's the task that we have right now. Whatever we can do to renew it, because you see, otherwise you might have been in church. I know people, very close friends are in church for 30 years and didn't know one thing about the word of God. And they sat under teachers and preachers and all that stuff. And a lot of you are. I make a, a, a it may sound like a bit of a boast, but I didn't get born again. I didn't even know Jesus died for me till I was 34 years old. At that time, I, I hadn't really, I hadn't gone to church all my life. We never, we never went to church, uh, other than funerals and weddings, I suppose, and a couple things in between, but see, when I heard about the Word of God and I began to read faith scriptures, I didn't have any reason not to believe it. I hadn't been taught that God doesn't answer His prayers. I hadn't been taught that if you went to Him and He said, well, yes, or maybe. I'd never been taught that junk. That's junk. I tell you, God's answers are yes and amen. You go to him clean, knowing that you're clean before him. uh, Praise God, it's a new day. I don't know, maybe this gets a little heavy, uh, but at the same time, I want you to know that that uh, Romans three twenty four says we're justified freely by his grace. There's no cost to it. I mean, there's religions where you go in and they, they want you to pray this, uh, pay this priest to redeem you and all that stuff. Hey, it's free. He freely justified you by his grace. Um, verse twenty eight of Romans three twenty said twenty eight says man is justified by faith. Praise the Lord. Well, complicated in Jesus name. Okay, here's an important question that I know that people are asking. So I'm born again, I'm a believer, but I've sinned. So that separates me from God. So what do I do now? Okay, well, that's a question from the floor. <laughs> what do you do if you've sinned? Well, First John one nine covers that very, very easily because it still doesn't make you a sinner. I want to make that clear. Uh, just because you maybe think you sinned, uh, you have to first of all, what is sin? You know, uh, well, some people think it's, uh, it's the Ten Commandments. No, uh, basically, uh, it's a, it's a it separated temporarily, but in well, I'll read that then. First John. Chapter 1, um, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. One, so the whole thing about 1-9 uh, is yeah. that's for the person like yourself. You're doing great. You might probably didn't even sin. You just think you did. And so you need relief from that. Well, you have to know that that He, if He forgives you, Instantly and cleanses you again, uh, you weren't dirty in the first place. You're still a born-again child of God. You still have a, a born-again spirit man within you. Uh, just tell you you have a sin. What, what did you sin? You mouth off to your mother or your grandmother or beat your child? Well, I don't you know, whatever it is. Maybe you robbed a bank. Well, hey, that's pretty simple. You're born again. Uh, you, you're, you're standing there to, 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 to see the Lord because He's our advocate. So he, there's many things about this. This maybe got complicated, uh, turmoiled up. I don't know, but I want you to understand. Well, if you want your prayers answered, I want you to know how clean you are right this day before our Lord. I don't care. You've got to flush religion out of your life. And, and you've got to flush a lot of things that you've been heard, you know. But never, never, never tell people you're some sinner saved by grace. You know, when I hear that I just think people are trying to throw out some false humility like I want to identify with you so I'm just going to say I'm a sinner I'm not any better than you well that's a bad thing to do because you spit in the eye of Jesus if you still call yourself a sinner I'm not a sinner I'm the rights of God in Christ Jesus I just read it again and so that's what the word of God really says so I hope this has made sense for you I know I have to keep these short But at the same time, if you're hungry and you really want to know, and I'll have to go on again uh, about this, how to renew your mind. But the idea of renewing your mind is so you start learning this word of God. And, you know, God's will is not mysterious. I hear that once in a while. His ways are mysterious. Well, his ways are totally laid out, especially in not only the gospels and in the epistles, but Paul, all of them. They're not so mysterious. He left a lot of tracks so we would know And Jesus said so. So that's another thing His ways aren't mysterious. They're very marvelous and they're blessed. Oh, so look at we're coming into a beautiful season right now. I hope this will give you a fresh start. You'll give you some encouragement right now that you are clean. I want you to say that I'm clean before my Lord. Just say it. And so when I go into prayer right now I'm going in not as a dirty person I'm going in there as one of his children I'm, I'm a precious child of god you're a precious child of god so if you haven't made jesus lord of your life i said it pretty clearly today just say jesus i want you to be the lord of my life i i confess with my mouth i believe in the heart that you were raised from the dead for me in jesus name and the bible says you shall be saved you'll be redeemed all these things so god bless you love you and that's a good message for today i hope you take it seriously yeah.